Shalom, and welcome to the Union of Messianic Jewish Congregations Weekly Torah Commentary Series. I'm Dr. Verit Hillel from Kavuat Adonai Shama in Netanya, Israel. This week we're discussing Parashat Matot Maaseh. Our text begins in Numbers chapter 30, verse 2. Life is a journey. Much like a train ride, life's journey has stops along the way. But when the whistle blows, we move forward toward our destination. The Tanakh records many journeys. For example, Abraham journeyed to the land Adonai showed him. And B'nai Israel, the children of Israel, journeyed from Egypt to the land of promise. Like all of us, both Abraham and B'nai Israel made important stops along the way. However, they did not dwell at the stops, but they continued forward to their final destination. Parashat Maaseh records the itinerary of Israel's journey from Egypt to the plains of Moab, Numbers 33, 1-49, enumerating 42 encampments during the 40-year period of wandering in the wilderness in accordance with the number of days they spied out the land, Numbers 14, 34-40. Except in a leap year on the Jewish calendar, Maaseh is read together with Matot, Numbers 30 through 32. Together, the two portions portray the final months of B'nai Israel's journey from Egypt to the land of Canaan. The itinerary in Numbers 33 ends with B'nai Israel in the plains of Moab near the Jordan River. With the exception of a few digressions that recall an incident that befell B'nai Israel in the course of their journey, the itinerary lists only the names of places. Why did Adonai include all of these place names? What is their significance? To begin with, the itinerary anchors Israel in history. It points out that Israel was on a real, historical, flesh-and-blood journey. Additionally, the structure and presentation of the itinerary reveal things about B'nai Israel's spiritual journey, about their relationship with Adonai, and the calling they would embody once they were in the land. Each stage of Israel's journey was determined by the commandment of Adonai, who planned and directed every move. When it was time to relocate, the cloud that hovered over the encampment moved, and the entire camp would pack up their belongings and move on, following the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night. Whenever the cloud was stationary, B'nai Israel stayed put, and when the cloud moved again, they moved on. This process demonstrates the sovereignty of Adonai. The 42 stages, or encampments, also declare the mercies and compassion of Adonai. Rashi, citing Rabbi Moshe Hadashan, points out that 14 of the encampments were in the first year of Israel's wanderings, and 8 were in the last year. This means that B'nai Israel only moved 20 times during the intervening 38 years. Although Adonai decreed that they would wander for 40 years, he enabled them to rest and to settle down for extended periods of time. This demonstrates the great love Adonai has for his people. Additionally, the itinerary functions as a reminder of all that happened to B'nai Israel during the 40-year journey, thus enabling them to appreciate both the love and fear of Adonai, and the security he provides. Midrash Tanchuma relates a parable to explain this point. Once there was a king whose son was very ill. The king took his son to a distant place seeking a cure. 
When they returned home, the father began to enumerate to his son all the stages along the way, saying, Here we slept, here we caught cold, here we had a headache, and so on. Midrash Tantruma explains that the itinerary in Numbers 33 was written to remind B'nai Israel of both favorable and unfavorable events of their journey. After they settled in the land of their inheritance, the itinerary would serve as a reminder of Adonai's loving kindness, as well as the sufferings they endured as a result of their disobedience. In turn, Israel would be prodded to act rightly and not sin. The itinerary contains a message of historical continuity that evokes memories of Israel's physical and spiritual journey and encourages all of us to continue our journey in the love and fear of Adonai. Just as B'nai Israel did not settle in one place on their journey to the Promised Land until they reached their destination, we too press on toward the goal, which is the heavenly call of God and Messiah Yeshua, Philippians 3.14, without settling in any one stop along the way. We may encamp for a season at a specific place where we experience Adonai's rest, as well as favorable and unfavorable events. Through each of these stages, we grow and change, and in the process, we learn more about the character of Adonai and ourselves. God created each of us for a purpose. Our journeys help us discern that purpose and to become the men and women of God we were created to be. The different stages and seasons of our lives prepare us for the next step along the way and the new opportunities awaiting us. Our specific encounters along the way, both favorable and unfavorable, work together to make us who we are and to prepare us for the rest of the journey. Remember, we cannot take our goals and achievements with us to our final destination. They are temporal achievements measured by temporal standards. This world is not our home. We are simply passing through, pressing on to a higher calling. As we move from place to place on our journey through life, let's not become distracted by fleeting temptations and desires that can damage us spiritually and physically. Let's be on guard against desires that lead us astray from Adonai and his word and from desires that cause us to sin and be exiled from him. Remember, we are not alone in this journey. Adonai walks with us and guides us. At each point of the wilderness wanderings, B'nai Israel encamped and moved forward by the word of Adonai. May Israel continue to do so. May we, as individuals journeying through the stages of our lives, also remember that Adonai directs our steps. We may all walk in the places Adonai directs us because that is the perfect place to be. Chazak, chazak, venit chazek. Be strong, be strong, and let us be strengthened. This is Dr. Verit signing off and wishing you Shabbat Shalom. For more commentaries like this one, visit umjc.org forward slash commentaries.